Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. On tonight's show, the first week in June is, of course, the Gordon Wellborn Week. And you know what that means? Rob and Louise Orgo are back at Sport HQ. Look out for the jokes. The twins are here with an update from another busy weekend from Newark Athletic Club. And Graham gives us the lowdown on what the Striders have been up to. I'm Mick Bradley, and he's a poor, deluded Leeds fan who spends all of his day talking about a club that's got a proud history. Unlike his club which can boast getting beat by a second division team in an FA Cup final and playing a major part in getting the English clubs banned from Europe amongst its very few highlights. This is Radio New York Sport and we're not talking about dirty leads. We are talking about the cricket. He's whinging already. So let's talk cricket, Mr Smith, and um, we're a day late, but uh, let's have a rundown of what did happen on Saturday as we actually managed to actually get some cricket played. Bolton were blown away by Clifton's Adam Shepherd after keeping the title favourites down to a very chaseable 237. Shepherd produced the outstanding figures of 9.4 overs, 8 wickets for 12 runs as Tim Clipson's boys were scuttled out for 71. The ironic thing in all this, of course, is that Adam Shepherd lives in Balderton, but he is apparently a Clifton lad. And Tony, as Gary Edgington told us last Thursday night, Adam Shepherd is the man that he thinks will propel Clifton to the title, and I saw his bowling on Saturday afternoon, and it's, um, shall we say it's fast? You were telling me it was very rapid and he was peppering the keeper in the nets or something. Oh, he was. I mean, the keeper <laughs> just didn't want to be there. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. But, um, I mean, that proved the difference. Bolton was four for two and never, ever recovered. But, you know, I always remember going to Trent Bridge once and watching Malcolm Marshall and I couldn't see the ball when it left Malcolm Marshall's hand. The next thing you saw was the wicketkeeper. Yeah. You just didn't see the ball travelling. And it was very close to that. I'm not saying he's as fast as Marshall, he's not. But it must have been like that for the Bolton boys on Saturday. When they introduced uh, the new press box uh, in the William Clark stand at Trent Bridge, um, I walked across there um, the day before the last Windies test at Trent Bridge I went to. And um, Viv Richards with the nets and Malcolm Marshall bowled a bounce right and Viv Richards ducked. And as I was walking past, the net, the ball pulled the net across the bridge of my nose. And Viv Richards turned and I laughed at me and I kept on my way to the press box. It was, Quickly. Yes. Adam Shepard was bowling bouncers to his own keeper in the net. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. After three mixed um, weekends, normal service um, was resumed at Dalefield. Chasing Kimberley's 247, Mohammed it 143 not at... Jack Copley, 57, as uh, the village team breezed past with eight wickets and five overs to spare. And it was yet another Mohammed masterclass in out-of-bat. 
There was an, another fantastic bowling performance took place at uh, Kellam Road on Saturday. We haven't got to Division D no, no, yet. No, no, no I, was, I, was, I was just chipping just in. Just wait. I was, I was just going to tell you about it, because I... Um, it, we will get there. We're talking about the top division at the moment, I not he- the fourth division. I, I heard about it first hand. Right, so Mohammed, um, a masterclass 143, and um, I now can't wait till he comes up against Adam Shepherd. Have you seen Mohammed bowl? Yes. Both left-handed and right-handed. And, yes. and, and is equally accurate with yes, both? Yes, he is. That's some player. He took three, he took three wickets as, um, as well. Oh. <laughs> Gary Edgington's selection of uh, match of the day in the whole of the South Knots Cricket League was the Division D encounter between the leaders Neil Coronem and third place West Bridgeford. Yeah. Trouble it turned out to be a one-sided affair with Newark batting first, the Evans boys leading the way with James 68 and Matt 46, helping their team to 189 for five, which is always going to be a decent total on that wicket, I think. Um, Craig Drury, four for six in 12 overs, and Jake Fortner, James Fort- Fortner even, three for 33, um, sent Bridgeford home at 45 all out. Mm. Um, yeah, wasn't even close, was it? We got there. Uh, after our match at Southall finished after an equally emphatic victory and we got there and looked at the scoreboard as we drove into Callum Road and it said something like 42 for 8 and uh, somebody said I hope to God the scoreboards bust all their batting. <laughs> <laughs> and there was. So that, that victory of course kept new at top and Farndon made it a local 1-2 um, and they were actually home in time for tea. Dave Adwick took four for nine as uh, Beeston were rolled over for 58 and then Martin Hill took over it in 46 of the 62 um, that they hit back um, to win by six wickets. Um, Nelt to self, have a word with Gary Edgerton on Thursday because he's got Bingham as second and not Farndon. I want to know why because they've both got 60 points. Um, the best of the rest saw David Coote take a wrestling referee into it 76 and Gary Clark... 70 as Collingham seconds took um, 20 points at Loudon. Martin Wilson hit 55, but Cornton were beaten at home to Chilwell and a good day for Team Tranter. Um, but Bolton did get beaten by Clifton seconds. Yes. This Gary Edgington. Yes. Is that the same bloke who got Alan Jackson opening the bat in mid WG Grace? Yes. Yeah, right, that's what I've got you now. Two wickets for Eden and 90 for Josh. So, um, <coughs> and Josh also got amongst the wickets as well, but Eden's told me just to mention their wickets. <laughs> uh, Newark R&M seconds won a low-scoring match at Southall, the home side making 60, which Newark passed for the loss of five wickets. The batsman on top on that one then. And finally, Josh Feely had a day to remember for Farndon seconds, 84 not out and three for 67 as his side beat Beaver at Marsh Lane. But most of all, Tony, I think it was nice to get a day's cricket in, mm. even though at Dalefield, come seven o'clock, we were beginning to wonder if it was going to finish because uh, the raindrops was falling. Yeah, it's um, at the top ground at Southwell, it was the hottest day of the year. You only played for half an hour. Well, it's only because we're a superb bowling outfit. <sighs> Right, um, our, our star guest tonight... Our, 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 and the Adelumpire. Our, our mis- <laughs> and you. Our, our, our Mr and Mrs Orgill. And uh, Mr Orgill is going to talk all things Gordon Wellborn Week because it's the um, wonderful week that we all look forward to next week, the first week in June, and the weather's just picking up nicely. And Mrs Orgill is going to talk all things swimming because uh, the first sure sign that summer is coming... Yeah. Um, she takes to the water, but not like um, any normal person would do, the sort of 
swimming pool or go for a paddle at Skeggy. No, of course she doesn't do that. She jumps in big ponds that's sort of cold and deep. Um, um, this is a guest. You can't call her not normal. <laughs> <laughs> She's married to Rob. Ah, no, not point. normal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Louise. Good evening. Um, good evening. <laughs> you don't do. Just to clarify this one, you don't go into the sea, do you? You, you stick to non-salt water. Non-salt water, but I'm going to give salt water a go this year. Um, I think it's in July. I'm going to go to Hollyhead to do a a silly race of nine miles. So. Oh, excellent. Oh, God. We'll talk about it. Because, I, I mean, people have always said to me, because, I mean, I can't even swim, but it, it, people said to me, if, if you think swimming with dolphins is expensive, you should try swimming with sharks. Tried that once. It cost me an arm and a leg. Boom, boom! <laughs> it's going to be that sort of night. I've got the first one. I've got the first one in. <laughs> I'm sure it's in my Very contract good. somewhere. I don't have to come in on the nights that Rob Orgill is here. <laughs> I've just got to get mine in first here. <laughs> But, um, but now, all of a sudden, Rob's got nothing to beat. Don't worry, he's got to be home by eight. The first round of the um, National Open Water Swimming Championships, or whatever you call it, yes. the DB... BLDSA. BLD, I know it's half the alphabet, so I'm going to get my tongue around it. Um, is your local one as well? It or is. was your local one? Yes, Collick Park. Bit worried to start with because the weather didn't really warm the water up too much. But in the week before, the sun came out and it got to a tropical 14 degrees. So that was a relief. I've worked hard in getting acclimatised to do a 5k in 12 was it degrees. Last year, that you couldn't do colic because of the, it was algae, the, year before, the year before. Yes, because of the blue green algae. Yes, but so I take it all that is that's sorted and, all and sorted. Yes, yes. So third in your class yes so pleased you very pleased was um had a brilliant race up until the last 500 meters i was second <laughs> the last 500 meters i just had enough and the lady behind me overtook me and beat me by 10 seconds so after three miles that's not too bad going i don't think how do you keep the fitness up in in the winter um, or or do, do you sort of say, right, that's it, come sort of September, I am not going near water again until April? No, no, no. I t- don't tend to take it too seriously, but I do go back to the club to train um, and I take up other sports. The club being? Newark Swimming Club. So, which I train 30, all year it's, round. It's 30 degrees and lovely and warm. Tropical. And, yes. <laughs> Tropical. When, when do you actually, I mean, you, you surely can't beat colic is the first time you got into water that's cold no no i am um, train at activities away in lincoln which is a jet ski lake which is nice this, safe this is the one as you water. go around the, the ring mm, yeah no, yeah just opposite wisby nature yeah. park <coughs> and i start, start going in when it reached double figures so when it reaches 10 degrees i tend to go and do 500 meters and slowly build it up so i'm currently a training swim yes Today was five miles, so we're getting there on the distance. I thought about putting the central eating back on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was lovely yesterday. We saw the big black eel yesterday. It was lovely. 
the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Tony, you be quiet. Rob, definitely you be quiet. <laughs> it's not nine o'clock yet. This could only go one way. Right, I, 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 I think you'll just explain your way out of this. Yeah. <laughs> In the lake at Lincoln, there's a couple of big black eels that swim at the bottom. <laughs> and, and you can see you can see because it's clear water it's lovely you can see the fish but you can see these big black eels which you tend to swim right I very understa- fast I understand over that now there's actually a medical term <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, 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 it's called delirium. If you swim in water below a certain temperature, you can have, start seeing things. Have, like. have you two pet eels got names then? Or? No, no, no. No, you're no, not named No, yet, but I will do next time okay, I see that's, that's, him. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to be one of them nights. On that. It's, going, it's going down quickly. This is not the gun well, has it? And this is supposed to be the sensible bit. <laughs> where, where to next? Uh, we're going to Scarborough on Sunday, so we're going to Wycombe Lakes in Scarborough, uh, 5k. So these are all a sort of one. traditional, isn't it? It's yes, you know the set yes. weekends and the set. That's right. Yeah, set courses, isn't it? It's yes, and then the one after that is a new one at Scaling Dam, just outside Whitby. So that's that's a nine mile swim. Nine, nine. miles. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're more than halfway to France. (laughs) 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 Not even want to go to France. (laughs) Exactly. There's no jellyfish in the lake. There's jellyfish in the sea. As everybody knows, um, Whitby is twinned with Paris. You're very close in the geographic there. (laughs) 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 Of course, you had to do colic without your head coach, your mentor... You're the man that's beside yours all well, the time, without, without unless Robert, he sinks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he abandoned me. So do you have to? Because you're not allowed to it without anybody. So I do got to sort of because it's a circuit race. They have um, kayakers dotted around, so you don't have to have your own escort for a circuit. Okay, so if it's a straight line, if, shall we say? Yeah, then you, you, then, need then you have to have an escort, which in yes. theory ought to really not yeah. be the problem. Yes. Ought to be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he thought he was going to get away with that one. He hasn't, and he would never hit that one for a long time. he's taking his kayak with him on Sunday, so... Ah, this is the return to the water, then, yes, Mr. Orgill. Yes, No, I've, I've been out on the water several times since then. And in it. And yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I've been practising, and, and I see you've um, put your lifeboat... Um, yes, well, I thought it probably ought to. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably going to be needed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually went for a swim in the leisure centre on Sunday for the first time in two years. It's practising. It's practising sinking, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's practising for what, for, for what could well happen. Um, He's got a new nickname, The Black Eel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I could stick, yes. Um, <laughs> you've told me in the past that, you know, you're just going to go on and on and on doing this. Is that... Um, well, uh, is there any is there any retirement in? I mean, oh, you, no. no. Enjoy it. No. <laughs> it, it takes, what, what I'm really getting at is it, is it almost dictates both of your summer, doesn't it? It does. It, but it, it's what it you does, like... But- why not? <laughs> well, no, why not? Because you're going to some lovely places. Just where are you off to? So this year we're going to Whitby, Scarborough, 
Coniston, Holyhead, Lake Barla in Wales, back to Derwent and Allswater in the lakes, and then to Kings Lynn. Moffat. Oh, and S- St. Mary's, St. Mary's Lock in Scotland. Is that a new one? That's not a new one. I didn't finish that one. I've only done it once and didn't finish it, so I've got unfin- unfinished business to do there. It was cold. It was 11 degrees, and to do a six-mile race in 11 degrees was just not not happening on that day. What do you feel first when the body starts to shut down, then? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually a sign, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you because you say it's cold, so what? what's the telltale... If you're gonna get, if you're getting too cold, your, your hands go numb, your feet go numb. But that's natural for cold water. It, it's when you can feel the rest of your body getting cold, you, your core getting cold, and you're not keeping your stroke rate going, and you're going slightly off course. Well, more than normal off course. <laughs> <laughs> like where where you're just not thinking straight, and it's dangerous. Get out. And, and is the is the art of this knowing when to say that scene it, it I, is. I mean do some of the others yes yeah. push on and they have to be almost I, I mean we joke about the temperatures being because how far is that from hypothermia oh no there's a very thin line between that and hypothermia you've got to be very careful but I, I have this year spent more time acclimatising because I know it's going to be cold I mean, I mean I've done a lot of short swims in 11, 12, 13 degrees water and literally up until colic I, I was getting quite concerned I wasn't going to get acclimatised in time but I've put the effort in build it up slowly and get there I, I, th- I think you're wonderful I, I think you're absolutely as long as you get out with a smile come, but I think you're absolutely <laughs> wonderful <laughs> but but you, you see you all know, sorts just, of people it, at the yeah. lake it's brilliant absolutely brilliant fun and everybody gets out with a smile it's it's good and we'll end this little bit just to ratify again all that louise has said and she doesn't wear a wetsuit because <laughs> she's not allowed to wear a wetsuit in open water swimming so tom marshall if you're listening <laughs> come on man up man up <laughs> fantastic the funniest thing i've seen at the lake was somebody in a wetsuit he got water boots on neoprene gloves on and a neoprene hat on and the guy next door to him was in his swimwear and he says where you left your motorbike <laughs> 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 which I thought was hilarious you see even Louise is doing them now <laughs> well after last week and the week before and the week before that when Lauren went um, playing pole vaulting um, she's made the effort tonight and we're going to talk to Lauren so we, we've still not got both the twins we've only got one of them but uh, it's our Lauren good evening good evening how are you I'm good thanks um, tell us what happened over the weekend all things Newark Athletic Club. So we had um, Luke who competed in the combined events in Bedford. So on the Saturday he had the 100 metres, the high jump, the 400. Um, and he finished that day in currently 20th place. So that was, he was in a really high class field. So he was really pleased with that. And then day two started off um, quite badly for Luke as he had a clumsy 100 metre hurdle race and he spent an hour of it in the physio room. But luckily, he managed to get through the rest of the event and finish in 18th place out of 27. 
and it was a really high field so he was really happy because he was aiming for top 20 so well done to him and he finished with an overall points pb of 4736 points and that was in the decathlon um next we had olivia who competed in the osleton european cup triathlon and she won that so she's done really well and she's at loughborough university at the minute and she's doing most of her training there and then sadly we had no people at the ydl at the weekend because um we were ill and no other newer kc members um put their names down to compete oh dear that's not so good but if you're ill you um have yeah. to be talked up watching television all day eating chocolates yeah, uh, not even chocolates, but we, we didn't do anything all day, so... Ne- never mind, there's always next week, and uh, you can tell us about... How's the, uh, how's the pole vaulting? We've not spoke to you for a few weeks, because you've been off pole vault training, so uh, yeah. is all that training paying dividends? Yeah, it's going all right, actually. It's, it's been raining, because I'm at LSST, because the, the Yarbrough track at the minute, that's getting refurbished, and it's just been chucking it down, so we've just been doing some drills on the track but the sun's come out so we're actually going on the bed now so but pole vault's going all right yeah thank you it's going good and when are we going to see your first major pole vault event of the season um well i've done a few like smaller competitions but um we've got um like a few opens which we're going to do and then i've got the ydls as well so hopefully they all go all right and we can't wait to find out how you get on we can't wait to come and see you on at the sports village as well lauren thank you very much better let you get training thank you okay bye 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 that's lauren owens then with an update from newark ac and the regular listeners of this program will be gratified to know that mr smith managed to lose his betting slip after putting 50 pence on the favor to the grand national but it uh, it was a whole pound as they say all's well that ends well and i'm counting you down on this okay well basically i lost my betting slip after putting a pound on tiger roll which romped it by several lengths at nine to four. So I lost five pound fifty, uh, which is a Yorkshire lad brought me heart. But today, I, thankfully, I uh, popped into the um, um, organ grinder and uh, was dis- other pubs are available. Yeah, other pubs are available. Um, but basically, um, this fellow very kindly told me that if you lose your betting slip, if you go back to the place where you put the bet on and fill in a form, you get your money back. And so um, this afternoon I uh, popped in and saw the lovely Sharon at Ladbrokes on uh, Bowbridge Road, and um, and got my five pound fifty. So I, I, it's like all my Christmases have come at once. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> yes. Right, next week is the Gordon Wellborn Week, the unique running event that um, <laughs> is in its thirty what Rob thirty fourth. It's thirty fourth year, and to tell us all about it, of course, is Rob and in tribute to Rob. I've got another one. Did you hear about the race between the lettuce and the tomato? The lettuce was ahead, and the tomato was trying to catch up. <laughs> if I go lower and lower, Rob, yours will be get the no, best no, laugh no. the evening at the end. I've been on the internet this afternoon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Gordon Wellborn Week first. Um, the thirty-fourth running of a unique event um, for oh, anybody. <laughs> for anybody who's just landed on this on on this planet, uh, tell us what the Gordon Wellborn Week is. All right, it's a series of five races, Monday to Friday. Five um, k runs Monday to Thursday, and then a ten k on Friday, all in and around Newark. Um, so it's thirty-fourth year. Um, I I wasn't there at the start. I was still on Rusk's, honest. Um, but um, 
Gordon Wellborn was one of the founders of the club, did a huge amount to develop the club. Um, and sadly, when he died in the early 80s, there was a decision put on to put a sort of testimonial event on, and it, it survived 34 years later. Um, so it's, it's a really good, fun running week. Um, the little bits of competition that go on between people in different age groups uh, is really quite remarkable. Um, and I've never seen people put in so much effort for a £10 boots voucher. <laughs> you know, it really is remarkable. But the, the, the thing is, it's, you know, on the face of it, it's it's not much, is it? It's 5k, four nights and a 10k. And that, that, to some of these runners, is nothing. On the face of it, it's not much until they actually do it. And you can see them drain as the week goes on because it is... It does take it out of you. Yeah, it's it's tougher than just going for a 5k run every night. Um, and as you say, by Wednesday, Thursday, you, you, you're seeing people know they've done it. Um, and then um, a lot of people have said on, on Saturday morning, you know, they, 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 they know they've had a tough week's running. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's part of its joy, um, part of its appeal. Um, you know, and it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a good workout for your legs. In the past, in the past couple of years, particularly, um, it's grown unbelievably. You had a drop off, didn't you, at one stage? And yeah, uh, but for, and then it's well, ever since we've been talking about it, obviously. But it seems it, <laughs> it's 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 on such a steep curve at the moment. It's in danger of getting too big. Well, yeah, four, four or five years ago, we were debating whether to to stop it. Um, last year we had 200 individual runners do one or more race, which is marvellous. Um, I'd actually only ordered 200 numbers, so Friday night I was getting a little bit jittery, but uh, fortunately we, we survived. Um, this year, tempting, not wanting to tempt fate, there's 250 numbers printed. So um, we can cope with 250 and I've got a few spares. So yeah, it's... it's, it's um, it's great, but a lot of people have tried Park Run, um, 5K, and it's a sort of the next step from that. So if it develops people into wanting to do a little bit more racing, step up to a 10K, perhaps think about a half marathon or further, um, you know, it's really, really good news for, for, for running. I, I wasn't on Rusks when the, the Gordon Bell Bomb Week started. Um, I, I, by that time, I uh, was at the Advertiser. And uh, I used to go for a 5k run every night in those days and uh, absolutely loved the uh, the running side of things and decided to enter the Gordon Wellbone Week. And the, the differences between going on your sort of your own on a, on a 5k run is that you've got the, the race atmosphere, so you've got the little bit of tension there that, that goes into your legs. And by the end of it, after the 5k, and uh, we all went into the bar at uh, the New York Rugby Club on the Friday night, there was a real sense of achievement. And I'd only basically done, you know, two two 5k's on on the Friday night as opposed to my normal sort of running week. But but it was still you felt it in your legs, and you felt like it was a, a hell of an achievement. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is a big achievement. I mean, Zoe Smith um, came up to me. Last year, the year before, she'd never done a 10k. Um, she came up and hugged me because we, you know, she'd managed to do the whole, the whole Wellborn week, which is really good news. And and Zoe, you know, just kept on running from from that. Um, now 
getting involved with organising the half marathon, getting involved with tomorrow night's Summer Road League event that's in Newark. Um, it's really great to see people getting involved with the sport. You see, they they tell me that the park run is not a race. Well, it is a race because you're being timed, you're chipped and whatever else. So it is, whichever way you look at it, it's a race. Even if you're racing against yourself, it is yeah. a race. Um, the Gordon Wellborn Week is the same in that respect as the park run. It is a race, but it is also something where I feel you're not really racing against the person next to you you're racing against yourself to be honest yeah it, it is because you you you've got to do all five to to get a to get a hat yeah um, <laughs> um which have arrived we've safely got the hats and the other the other <laughs> mementos so don't worry if you thought they weren't going to arrive sometimes um, you just have to present a radio show to get the goodies without doing any exercise well, whatsoever <laughs> don't you yes, yes, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's called being part of a team yeah. and, and, and on that i'm going to i'm going to top him with a little joke here what what type of exercise do lazy people do Tony, you should be able to answer that. I, I don't, no, I don't they know. do diddly squats. Oh, <laughs> you see, well, I've, I've still got one more to come. I'm oh, saving mine. I've got another three. <laughs> <laughs> Taxi for Smith. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It, it's interesting to watch during the, the week how people gain a few seconds one day because it's a bit of a hillier course, lose a few seconds another day, um, and how people sort of that little tussle for a few seconds here and there to, to, to move up and down the Grand Prix series. What yeah, amuses me is, oh, I'm only going to do it on Monday night. May well do it a couple of nights and that's going to be it. Well, it's Thursday and you're still here, you know. Now better to do, is there? Yeah. Let's yeah, face it. But once you've done the one, you, there's something in your body that's sort of compelling you, I think, to do them all, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's 20 quid for all five races. You know? <laughs> it, it, it's dirt cheap um it's really you know really good value you look at other races cost you three or four times that for one run you know it's a it's a it's a test so Um, let's just sort of go through these five nights and talk about the difference of courses that you've got um because you're starting off i would assume that you always start off on devon park at the tom manfavillion on the monday night yeah for a Almost a part run in reverse. Well, we were there first, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it, it's, um, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. It just, just rushed out. Um, but not, yeah, not the slightest competitive yeah. there. Oh, no, no, no. But it's, as you say, it's two and a bit laps. There's a few lumpy bits on um, on Devon Park, um, uh, and yeah, so we're, we'll go and do a, do a five k there, based at the Tom Man Pavilion. Um, and I'll say a few thank yous as we go through. The, the, the football club, really pleased that they let us use the pavilion. Um, so we're there Monday. Tuesday, back to the Athletic Club Ancestral Home at the uh, Newark Academy, now also you still, known as the Grove. Uh, that was the interesting one, to know if you would still if you'd still go there, because it's, if nothing else, it's all about tradition. And yeah. Even though you've got to run around the molehills and the rabbit burrows and whatever else, it's still the home of Newark, of Newark AC, really. It, it is. We, we're wondering how long we will carry on going there, because how, when the club 
obviously now got new magnificent facilities at the at the uh, new new track um but they're still doing some of their training there so we're keeping keeping this year we we, we will stay stay there um so that'll be a, a you know a, a very flat run that night um wednesday the, prob- the problem is with that one i would never get past the railway line you see that's not, <laughs> that would be me <laughs> Yeah, but there's no Deltics anymore. No, there isn't. They're all, no, they're, it's they're very they're sad. All the same. It's very sad. Yes, they're all the same. I like Rob Orgill. Yeah, <laughs> he's my favourite. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday. Um, and then on um, where are we? Wednesday, we're off to Flow Serve, and again, thanks to the Flow Flow Serve Social Club for hosting us. So we do a, a, a run onto the old railway line and round Balderton Lake. Um, two laps of the lake. No, no train spotting there. Um, I can remember seeing. A steam engine, an ATF on that. That's how old I am. God dear. What, in the a, lake? No. On, a rail, on a railway line? On the railway. God, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, that's uh, You can join in this again later, uh, Tony. Hey. You won't understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you turn right and, and you go round. We'll go round the lake you a couple of times and back to Flowserve. Thursday, we're off to Farndon um, with a run round by the river. I like um, the Farndon one because it's... It's the one that maybe is the least competitive because you've got the narrow start through the wicker gates and then over the bridge haven't you, you you've got to yeah. you've just got to take your turn you've got to take your turn but then it then it widens out a bit um and then as you get round towards the windmill um it, it's fairly wide um so we're, yeah fine and then you come back um sort of across the back of Farndon school and then um sort of wiggle through um across the back of Farndon and, and back to the start so that's that's a good one and then Friday back to flow serve with a, uh, a 10k um, dodging the trains on the old railway line <laughs> um, down to Cottam um, to say hello to Mr Stretton um, who'll be our turn marshal in Cottam and then uh, run all the way back yeah how long will you be well nobody knows how long you'll be able to do flow serve because the car park's one of the first things to go um, so you may need to be thinking. Do you have a contingency run? Um, we've done where we've had um, a few incidents in the past when they were building the new bridge just south of Flow Serve. We had to alter the 10k, and we did running up and down between the railway station and Flow Serve. Um, you know, without Flow Serve and the club, it it gets increasingly difficult. Um, obviously car parking becomes difficult getting a safe route in and out for the runners is difficult um, whether we could move it and just have it on I the think there'll be another, there will be another car park built won't yeah. there but it, it's in, yeah. In, yeah. In, in the interim it may we wait and right. see we should wait and see you are going down to what is turning rapidly into a building site well I, I rode my bike past it mm. earlier on today and yes there's been a lot of demolition there hasn't there yes it's, yeah. uh, it's changing big time isn't yes. it it, uh, it, it most certainly is you don't just get striders and not fast you get a mixture from all over the yeah it's open to anybody it's um we're very well supported by striders and by not fast um we we've had a a lot of others and i I was just looking through last year's results because obviously adam holland he's gone back to the deep south so um i doubt we'll see him well we've got jan bailey um who was not going to give it all five and we was here last week and we was pushing and pushing and pushing and it wouldn't surprise me if he uh, if well, he, he was gave second it last year yeah. um and of course martin wait um he was third not far behind jan bailey um so there's sort of be quite a 
an interesting and race have you got there. Tom doing it again this time Tom, Tom Tom's taken up a lot of coaching um, so I saw Tom last week and he he's not sure whether his coaching commitments are going to get in the way um, so it'll be interesting to see whether Tom's able to do all or any of them um, and then on the ladies Diana Wakefield won it last year but Katie Simpson who won it the year before has, has entered I got her entry form the other day and then the, it was fairly close also Claire Coombs and Jess Gordon last year they were all within about a minute of it was close wasn't it so um, yeah and of course the spreadsheet never lies of course not of course so, not <laughs> You see, the man, you see the man working hard on Friday night. Yeah. Very hard on Friday night. You tend to keep out of the way, don't yeah. you? Yes, it seems easiest. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but, but what is interesting is, is the people at the bottom of, of the... The, the slow, the more scenic runners, as I like to call them, which <laughs> includes myself once or twice, um, they have their own sort of You're like of me, you, you would love to do it, but you've got other commitments. Exactly, <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Like taking entries. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so right. I've, got, I've got your form. Um, I, I've got this to do. I can't leave it to him, can I? Come no, on. No, it's you've, seen, you've seen him operate. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, so it's, but it's nice. But you do the 10k on Friday, we don't have a show on Friday. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but put him down for that. I'll, I'll, I'll sponsor him. <laughs> Somebody's got to take the photos. I'll sponsor him a pound a yard. It'll cost me about 8p. <laughs> So it, it's, quite, it's quite nice to see the more scenic runners have their own little battles, whether it's, like you say, against part run, whether it's against themselves or a new friend they've made during the week. I like to see, and I, I, I don't suppose Adam Holland did set it off, Adam Holland used to be the leader in this. Do your race and then go back and almost mentor somebody else yes in. yes there's a lot of that that goes on during the week yeah i, I do like to see that because you don't see that in many sports no no you don't it's, you know it's, it's do your bit mm. go home yeah no every, but, most yeah. people tend to stand around and encourage yeah. the the later runners in and it's never over is it until the last no. runner and it, it's part of not fast um it's in their constitution that you, if you ever go to the not fast 10k they won't present anything until the last runner's in uh, which is which is great because you know the, that, that that person at the end has probably put in a lot more effort than the person who's won it well you couldn't let me run it because he'd have to change the name it wouldn't be called the gordon wellborn week would it if you wait for the last person that you didn't <laughs> gordon wellborn gordon month or something <laughs> can he just turn up on the night you can, yeah. Uh, my glamorous assistant, Mrs. Orgill, will be taking entries um, <laughs> on the night. Lovely. So, yeah, on uh, Monday to Thursday, we start at quarter past seven. So, if you can get there for seven, uh, and uh, it'll be quite clear where the where the queue is, particularly on Monday, because uh, that usually uh, gets quite quite yeah. quite hectic. But other nights, yet yeah, turn up, um, bring your form, or we'll have forms as well um, and pens. Um, so it's four pound a night um for monday to thursday eight pound on friday and 20 quid for the week but the important thing is if you want the prestigious gordon wellborn hat you've got to run all week to get you've a got hat. to run all five got to run all five for a hat so yeah, you know yeah. come on you've got if, to it, well, if you do the friday 10k you get a um a snood so a sort of neckerchief thing um so if you run all week and the friday you get both a something money can't buy <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> why is it a hat and not a t- when i did it it was a t-shirt uh well t-shirts 
are really difficult because first you have to guess how many you've got to order and then you have to guess the size yeah so you always end up with a load that are the wrong size now hats they're universal size yeah, yeah that's, that's, why I like that's, that's a good hats, point bags mugs bottles you don't have to worry yeah. about the size. But that's a good point, because even then my T-shirt was very tight. They are, I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Number two on your list. Number two. Okay. <laughs> what do you call a pony with a cough? Mm-mm. A little horse. Yay! <laughs> and on that note... Tuesday night, quarter to eight, can only mean one thing and only mean one person. It's Graham and it's the Striders Report. Good evening, young man. Good evening to you. Um, as ever, I'm going to shut up and be fascinated by what you're going to tell me. Yeah. Well, um, one of the things that we're um, looking forward to next week, obviously, is the Gordon Ball week. I was already uh, looking forward to it and listening to the show tonight, um, becoming positively excited about it. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're looking forward to that one next week. But in the meantime, what we've been up to... Well, going back to last Wednesday, um, we had uh, uh, Stephen Tomlinson. He took part in the Beeston uh, AC Trent five-mile race, and uh, he completed that in 52 uh, uh, minutes and, and two seconds. Then on to Friday night, uh, Matt Patterson, he was in Skellingthorpe at the Skelly Trail 10K. So uh, uh, that's a popular race on the Friday night there, and he completed the, the 10K course in one hour, six minutes and uh, 57 seconds. Then on Saturday, it was all about park run, so uh, as well as Newark, where we had a, a good turnout, and uh, Simon Roberts got a, his, uh, a new PB. Uh, we had uh, park runners at uh, Alderston, Hove, Killerton, which is down near Exeter, um, Sheringham, and uh, Southwark, and uh, Winlatter Forest, which is in the Lake District. Um, so... Busy old park runs. I've had uh, a lot of members out doing the park runs on Saturday as usual. On to Sunday, and we had um, uh, two club member two New York striders over at Liverpool for the Liverpool Rock and Roll uh, Half Marathon. Nobody in the marathon there this year. We've had uh, members in the marathon over in the uh, Rock and Roll weekend in previous years, but uh, we've done our marathon running in April this year, so nobody over there for that. But in the half marathon, we had Dave Dews, and he was the first to finish. He uh, finished in one hour, 41 minutes and uh, 52 seconds. And uh, Steve White, he uh, completed the course in one hour, 50 minutes and uh, 54 seconds. Um, also on Sunday, we had a few other uh, events taking place. We had uh, Stephen Thomason, the aforementioned Stephen Thomason, uh, a busy racer, and he was at the Humber Bridge 10K, and they completed uh, that one in uh, 52 minutes and two seconds. Sorry, I was in error before. He did the Beeston five miles in 40 minutes and 14 seconds can't uh, read my own writing and then uh, also on Sunday there was the, the May Trust 10k a free event at Clumber Park so uh, yeah, very popular event uh, just one strider there though this week and that was uh, Noel Henderson and he ran the course in 47 minutes and uh, 6 seconds so things that are coming up well uh, we've heard all about it already on the show this evening we've got the uh, Gordon Wellborn week next week but in the meantime uh, we'll be uh, slow surf tomorrow night as well for uh, a run up and down the, uh, uh, the cycle track towards Cottenham and back in the, in the summer league. So we'll have, a, we'll have a big turnout of striders and there'll be uh, several hundred runners there, I think, from uh, other Nottinghamshire clubs at the uh, summer league event, which is being hosted by Not Fast. So 
uh, very much looking forward to that one and the uh, not fast uh, sorry the Gordon Melbourne week as well busy old, busy old week I think for many of us uh, next week we've got uh, a popular event locally the Woodall Spa 10k so a few people will be doing the uh, Woodall Spa 10k on Sunday then Gordon Wellborn week and 54 striders uh, took part in the Gordon Wellborn week to some extent uh, last year and 18 including himself who uh, completed all five events and then uh, the following weekend of course we've got part run and then maybe some people will be doing the uh, the Doncaster Half Marathon as well so uh, pretty busy old week for, for some of us uh, coming up and uh, really that's uh, the Striders news for now It's um, it suddenly gets hard doesn't it when you add the Woodhall Spa 10k onto the, the front of the Gordon Wellborn yeah. week suddenly that, that's another big race to mm-hmm. be going before you even start um, you did it last year, you're down to do it again this year then Graham? Yep, I haven't actually uh, put my forming yet but I will definitely be uh, there on Monday night and uh, if I can beat the queue at some, some way by uh, uh, Pat and me forming before and I certainly will, will, will do that. But yeah, I'll be doing uh, all the runs next, next week. Looking forward to that as usual. So I've got the race on the Sunday as well and races the following weekend. And I've even got a 5k uh, race on the Wednesday afternoon. So I think I've got about sort of eight races. I can't even count them up. I don't even want to think about it too hard actually. But a busy week coming up for me and a busy week coming up for the Striders. Now, will you be finished running by 7.45 next Tuesday night? Uh, definitely. And I do get a phone signal there, as approved last year. Um, yeah, so I'll probably be reporting in live from the, uh, from the middle of the field. Um, yeah, I managed to find myself a position that's just far enough away from all the cheering. Uh, so I can, can just be heard to provide a bit of atmosphere. Not too close to the train track, so the late trains don't come steaming past in there. Uh, while I'm trying to broadcast, but... Uh, I'll tell you which ones they are if they do. Yeah. We'll give Rob a night off on Tuesday night, then, while you give us your um, your report live from the Gordon Wellborn Week. Look forward to that, Rob. Um, the Striders report is on our social media pages with a picture of um, Steve there in Liverpool with four other guys that apparently was born in Liverpool and could sing. Beetle, I think he is now. <laughs> yes, he's the fifth Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been my headline. Rob, thank <laughs> Rob, he's gone now. Graham, thank you so much. Bye now. Thanks, Graham. Bye bye. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a massive week for them because he's doing the Woodall Sport 10k on the Sunday before it starts, and then he's got a 5k in the afternoon. Here's me thinking it was hard work. Uh, there's some people just gluttons for punishment, aren't they? <laughs> so, yeah, Wood- Woodall Spa's always a nice 10k. I remember doing that. Yeah. So. You're injured, of course, at the moment. Yes. And have been for a, too long. For a couple of years now, Achilles tendon trouble um, just doesn't seem to be getting much better. I'm getting old, so I'm doing a bit of cycling and uh, a bit of yoga, um, plenty of physio exercises, and, and as I said, I went for a swim the other day. <laughs> is it something that is just a matter of time then, Rob, or is it eventually an operation? Uh, I, I won't have an operation to solve it. I'll just soldier on if necessary. I'll just take up darts or something. Um, <laughs> not that I'm belittling darts. Uh, but, you know, I, I, it, it, it's probably two, two, two and a half years ago, I was very stubborn, carried on running when it was hurting like bilio. Um, shouldn't have done, but I did. And now I'm paying the price for that. It, it, it is getting better really, really slowly. Um, so I remain ever optimistic. How much does that irritate you? The Lots. Y- y- <laughs> 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 I 
Okay, there's the answer. <laughs> Said a spokesperson. <laughs> yes. No, but I mean, you know, out of lifetimes, running's been your, yeah. your your sport, and all of a sudden you can't do what you love doing. Yeah. It's been, um, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's an enormous gap that's opened up. Not helped by at work. I've had a mass, a really big project all through last year and early part of this year, so that has sort of filled the gap. But almost sent me a bit wappy because of the scale and size of it. So I've missed that running, which has always been a safety valve. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was allowed to have a new bicycle earlier in the year, so uh, I'm doing doing a bit of bicycling. Yeah, but there is just. Again, you know, we're talking about fine lines. When we talked about the swimming with a fine line between, you know, hypothermia setting in, there is a fine line as well with sports people. And at the moment we talk sort of mental health, mental awareness and all things like that. You've almost said to me there's a fine li- very fine line between the sport that you've loved for years and years and years and now you're yeah. unable to do. It can send you into a... A depression of a kind. Well, it, it was more the the work that I was doing. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you do, it's you go out for a run, and it doesn't matter how bad a day you've had. Mm. You your your brain almost files things away and sorts them out, and you come back refreshed and um, you're ready to fight again. And you suddenly remove that, and there's nothing that fills its place. And that I found that really, really difficult. That is so true. That if you've had a really, really stressful, hard day, and you go out and you cane a five k run, really push it, the the, the adrenaline and endorphins yeah. created by the body naturally just take away all the yeah. rotten day. You have a yeah. shower and you feel like a new person. Is it good, either of you, both of you, that at least nowadays people in sport can talk about? when it's not so good yeah and i think yeah, we're seeing now a, a, a much sort of going slightly off piece but yeah the whole thing about you know, your mental well-being is you know you don't notice it if someone's walking with a limp or whatever you mm. see it if someone is you know got a, 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 is under a lot of stress you don't see it um and certainly where i work you know there's a massive massive drive to um support people with that mm. um you know and it's um it, it, it's getting you know more and more important i think that's you know the three massive things that's coming in in 20 years in in sport the ladies are finally getting recognition to play yeah. men's games yes if you like um to, to call it like that um and we, we accept people less looking than what we are into sport a lot more than we used to do yeah. and we're actually talking about people that you can't see have got a broken leg yeah yeah yes. we, we actually don't mind talking about it anymore no, and, and i think those are three massive three changes in 20 years it used, it used to be completely taboo in a dressing room to mention any sort of weakness whatsoever and now in a dressing room more than any other place in the world with the sort of stresses and mental strains on sports people and and the fact that people are now talking about it is 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 something that is yeah absolutely fantastic my daughter wanted to buy bouncy castle for her birthday party <laughs> <laughs> so we contacted a supplier who quoted us 50 pound for the hire of it and 1000 pound for the setup cost 
We were outraged. The supplier just shrugged and said, that's inflation for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's my contribution to the Rob Orgill night. (laughs) And we'll let Rob finish the show off with one, but let's, um, we've got three and a half minutes, and just to remind ourselves that it's Scarborough next for Louise and the open water swimming, and of course we'll tell you all about that um, next week on this show, as long as she remembers to tell us all about it. And more to the point, tell us where she's been, which she tends to forget to do. I think I prefer you'll probably set in on that colic. Um, it's the Gordon Wellborn Week next week. As we said before, it's unique. There is no other week like it in the running calendar of any club in any town or city in this country. That's why we love it so much. Rob, one more time. Monday night. Monday night, we're at Devon Park at the Tom Man Pavilion. Tuesday. Tuesday, we're at the um, Newark Academy. We Wednesday. know it as the Grove. <laughs> it's the Grove. Wednesday. We're at FlowServe, running around Balderton Lake. Thursday night. Uh, we're at Farndon. At the pub. And on... Um, <laughs> Is there a parking thing for Thursday? <laughs> oh, uh, because we haven't oh. mentioned that, and there, in, there is normally a oh, parking yeah. problem. I think, as anyone who lives in or visits Farndon knows, there's a bit of a parking problem down by the riverside. So we've <coughs> arranged with the <coughs> parish council and the WI to park at the Memorial Hall, uh, which is a couple of minutes' walk down to down to the riverside. But we've been told we have to leave there by 9pm. Um because that's they want to, that's when they want to lock it um and it's it's a bit unfair on the people who are allowing us to do it to have to trawl out late at night so um, yep thursday please park at uh, at farndon it, it, it is a difficult and come one. out the pub before nine o'clock it is a difficult one that, <laughs> that one not fast particular at the pub by nine o'clock yeah. um and friday it's back to um jolly or flow serve for yeah. the the 10k seven o'clock if you're going to sign up on the night or preferably yeah. as early as you possibly can we don't want people turning up about 10 past seven because the race will start at at 7 15 monday 7:15. to thursday 7 30 on um, on friday and, and it's louise's dad who's the starter and he's not a man to cross i mean I, I had to ask for a hand in marriage you know believe me he's not a man to cross <laughs> i must ask him when i see him if he has any regrets um <laughs> <laughs> it's probably really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um tomorrow night it's uh, the grove squash club in the hot seat paul drury tells us um how an appearance on this show quite literally saved the club and maybe a move to the new sports center coming to it somewhere um coming up next of course we've got uh newark's most on newark's most popular radio station one of newark's most popular singing the blues artists <laughs> Stuart Preston's going to join us, but we're going to leave you tonight with one final Rob Orgill joke. Yeah, why did the M&M go to school? Because he wanted to be a smarty. (laughs) (laughs) You see, that's the standard, Stuart, that you've got to be in the next two hours. (laughs) So, to put it another way, your show can't possibly go wrong, can it? (laughs) Rob, Louise, thank you so much for coming in. It's been been great fun, as always. Coming up next, it's Stuart time. (laughs) 